Welcome to a special parent series, an offshoot of the Success is Subjective podcast, still brought to you by the collegealternative.org website, presented by Lilly Consulting, and I'm still your host, Joanna Lilly. As with the evolution of any podcast, I was hearing from more and more parents about how they wish that they could share their story, how they'd wish that they'd known others were going through similar experiences, how they'd wish they'd known it was okay for their child to get help earlier, or how they'd wish they'd even known that therapeutic consultants existed. That's how this special series came to be. Each month, I'll be releasing anonymous parent interviews as they briefly share their emotions, talk through their biggest fears, and impart a piece of advice for other parents out there that may have a struggling adolescent or young adult. This special series feels liberating and instills hope. Without even broaching the topic of success, we are inherently talking about the shifts in what success looks like through the eyes of a parent whose child is struggling with their mental health or substance use. It almost doesn't need to be said, but of course I'm going to say it anyways. Success for each of these parents and their child is subjective. Ray is a single mom who had her son Lucas in her 40s. Lucas is 17, almost 18, and has been at a residential treatment center in Utah since the start of 2022. Lucas's history started when he was diagnosed with ADHD at 5. He was always considered really bright, personable, and charming, but fitting into a traditional school setting was difficult for him. He moved schools a lot, from more alternative private schools, to then public schools, to then even a private Jesuit school. He had a few close friends, but navigating social relationships was always hard. So then when Lucas was somewhere between the ages of 12 and 13 years old, he started experimenting with marijuana. Ray recounted that they always had a close relationship and got along well, but around that time, he started to push all the boundaries. He was a talented basketball player, but then quit playing. And then he moved from smoking weed to starting to sell it. Then COVID happened, and Ray's son struggled with Zoom school and was eventually failing both 10th and 11th grades, at which point Ray helped him transition to that residential treatment program with the help of Sheena Abraham. One thing that's kind of unusual about her situation is that she had to go through a long IEP process and eventually hired a lawyer and got his school paid for by the school district, which was an arduous and stressful journey, but Ray was victorious. Now, Ray feared the residential treatment process might destroy her relationship, but she didn't feel like she had any other options. Lucas has recouped all of his high school credits, quit smoking and vaping, is now on track to graduate in mid-December. The best news of all is that they have a relationship that is stronger than ever now. So let's not wait any longer. Here's Ray. Well, first of all, thanks for being willing to be here. So let me just dive right in and ask you the kind of first of several questions, which is if you could describe like how you were feeling when your child was struggling or when they made a decision that impacted you kind of just share what some of those emotions were. Yes. Thank you. Um, what I felt was helpless and I felt out of control. Like I, I felt like my life was out of control and also my son's life was out of control. And I guess the feeling of helplessness really came in that you know, he'd had certain challenges with neurodiversity from a young age, and I had worked so hard for many years to try to get him into a good situation. And it just, it felt like 
no situation was really right. And just things seemed to get worse and worse. And so I started to feel kind of hopeless and helpless. And I, I, did, I didn't give up though. I kept trying to find solutions, but um, it's pretty, pretty rough. You feel like you're out there alone trying to figure these things out and you can get overwhelmed. Absolutely. So, I mean, I think the, the good follow-up to that really is, you know, during during the time, right? As you're going through some of this stuff, what might've been your biggest fear for your son? Yeah. I mean, when things were the like the most sort of critical, when things were really spinning out, uh, I was afraid that he would do something, that he'd end up in jail or that even he would do something where he ended up getting killed or, you know, because he was in several different risky situations where he was assaulted. One time he was in the hospital overnight. He had some, someone fractured his skull because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And I, I know that's really extreme. That was when he was like 12 or 13 years old and um, he was okay. But there just were many times where um, I was I was afraid for his well-being. And then ultimately, it's just this fear that he's not going to be okay in life, which, by the way, is part of what I love about your podcast. And it's, it just shows everyone has their own path. And, you know, it's it can be a journey to figure out what's right for you. But ultimately, that's what I want for him. Of course, that he's safe and alive and that he does he finds something that um, is his that fulfills him in on his journey, and that can look any number of ways, as we know. So it can be kind of hard as they're figuring it out. Yeah. Oh, big time. Okay, so I know that you know you've been through this, and oftentimes we as consultants are kind of pushing some resources towards parents. We want to get you the support you need while your child is getting kind of the support that they need. So. As a parent, can you just actually talk through, like, who did you actually lean on for support during this time, um, you know, as as you were navigating the resources um, for your son? Yeah, I mean, I want to say I did hire an educational consultant at one point, and that was really helpful, and um, also a placement specialist. So I worked with professionals, and I feel like it's very difficult to navigate this journey without that. Because you don't, um, my son did go uh, to a, a, a residential program for a while. And, um, you know, you just really have no way of knowing. You can't go with online reviews and things. You're, you're just sort of lost in a world that you don't know. So it's very helpful to use professionals to guide you. But I happen to love podcasts. I like books too. So, you know, reading um, what, and then talking with other parents that I know who maybe have a child who's struggling, maybe not as even extreme as my son, but I just tried to use, I guess I would call my sort of social network as much as possible. Um, I mean, I think if you have family support, that is great. My family loves me and loves my son, but they don't really understand. And for example, my brother didn't even believe that ADHD is a real thing. And you know, my parents, they they love my son, but they don't really understand everything that's involved. So sometimes family may or may not be a good resource for you. And I guess what I would say is also lean on anyone and anything that is helpful. Like sometimes Facebook groups and other things, it can be helpful. But if it's not helpful, 
then like just try to let go of it or take it with a grain of salt because um, you really need as many positive influences as possible. So you can kind of keep your, keep yourself going. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And um, you know, you, you want to stay as positive as you can. And then self-care is huge. Anything that helps you like, so even your own therapy coaching, I'm a big believer in coaching. So any resources that you can get like that, I say lean on all of it <laughs> if it's kind and supportive. Yes, I think that's kind of the nail on the head. It has to be kind and supportive. So that's that's great, which I actually think kind of we, uh, translates or, or rolls right into the next and last question, which is what advice would you give a parent that's going through kind of a similar experience right now? Obviously, you just said like lean on everything, right? Like find those resources. But is there any other advice that you would give to a similar parent right now? Yeah, I mean, I want to say probably so many things. And I want to give the disclaimer that it's like everyone's journey is unique. So use what works for you and your your family, your child. Uh, it's, it's your own unique constellation. So use what works. But one, one thing is don't compare what you're, what's going on for you with, you know, the parent at the school or whatever, don't, don't compare or something on Facebook or whatever, you know, people always have a certain thing that they put on the outside, but that you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. And it can be easy to feel like you're alone and, oh my gosh, you're struggling um, or your child is struggling. And um, so I would just say, try not to compare. And um, also, just know that like whatever's going on, it's what's happening right now. It's not the be all end all. Try to keep positive about the potential for your child. And, you know, it's easy to spiral into kind of a negative place where it's doom and gloom. And as much as you can realize that these kids are growing and developing, the, their brains are developing and won't be fully developed till they're 25 or later even. And so change is possible at any moment. Like you just never know when all of a sudden things are going to turn around and what looked like a terrible thing actually becomes part of their story, part of their journey, maybe really useful to them going forward. And then one other thing is as much as possible, try to focus on your own life and your own self setting boundaries with your kids where appropriate, but understanding that they're making their own choices and they are going to learn from it. And it's really their journey. And, you know, I think parents tend to try to be really too controlling a lot of the time. And it's a fine line because we want to keep our kids safe and we care about them. We want to guide them. At the same time, I think most of the time we're doing a little bit too much of that. Um, there can be the opposite extreme of parents who are a little bit checked out and they just like don't know, you know, they're involved in their own stuff. But by and large, I think parents need to focus more on working on themselves in, you know, holistic ways. Again, whether it's therapy or coaching or other tools that you use so that you are really um, taking care of yourself and supporting yourself inside. And then you will be stronger. You'll have more of like a full cup that you're coming from to help support your child as opposed to being really depleted and freaked out and, you know, frightened and all of this other stuff that just ultimately isn't helpful. Oh, that was 
extremely valuable advice and and support for parents. So thank you again for taking the time to share just a fraction of your journey. <laughs> um, and uh, I, yeah, just thank you again. Yeah, thank you so much, Joanne. I really love what you're doing. And, you know, I just uh, support you as you keep going forward with it all with your podcast is fantastic. And the work you're doing. Thank you. That's it for this week's Success is Subjective episode. I want to thank the parents for joining me on this week and for being willing to share their journey. It's raw, vulnerable, and takes some serious courage to be willing to put their voice out there into the podcast universe. Stay tuned for the next episode in this special parent series where you can bet it'll be another family sharing their personal story of adversity, acceptance, and peace. You might have noticed that there's no contact information in the show notes for this special parent series, but if you're interested in getting connected to the parent on a particular podcast episode, please email me, Joanna, J-O-A-N-N-A, at successissubjective.org. If you are a parent who's interested in being a guest on the podcast, also email me at joanna at successissubjective.org. I will be remiss if I didn't tell you to check out the collegealternative.org and lilyconsulting.com websites for additional resources outside of podcasting. If you're listening to this show on Apple Podcasts, please do me a favor and subscribe. And while you're at it, feel free to leave a review. You can also download to listen to the Success is Subjective podcast on any other popular podcast apps such as Amazon, Audible, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. And last but not least... Success is Subjective is listener-supported, made possible by me and you. You can show support for the continuation of this podcast by donating on the successissubjective.org website. Thank you for tuning in, and remember, there is no single path through life. Success is what you make it. Do you have a teenager or young adult who seems to have lost their way? Maybe they need help navigating adolescence, adulthood, and decisions surrounding higher education. Or maybe they have become withdrawn, their grades are slipping, or they are flat out living a reckless lifestyle, and you're concerned about their health and well-being. If this describes what your teen or young adult is facing, a therapeutic consultant may be able to help. Mental health, addiction recovery, and higher education can all be equally expensive. While information is everywhere, how do you know what option is the best one for your family? Some parents have the time to research and navigate this on their own. Some don't. If the latter applies to you, enter Therapeutic Consultants. Therapeutic Consultants, like Joanna, listen to your family's specific needs and advocate on behalf of your loved one. TCs will research therapeutic resources, recommend treatment programs, and assist during adulthood transitions. Not being affiliated with any program, their support is completely objective and catered toward the best interest of each unique family. To find a qualified therapeutic consultant to work with, check out TCA, also known as the Therapeutic Consulting Association. Their website is therapeuticconsulting.org, all one word. Again, that's therapeuticconsulting.org. Then click the Find a Pro tab up at the top.